This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light? Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you can put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me, Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Coming to you live. Why, hello there, Mr. Valentine. <laughs> I, I sent out the uh, I sent out the invite to um, to uh, Elizabeth as well, so um, I'm sure she'll hop hop on here soon. Okay, great, great, wonderful. How long did it take for it to to pop up uh, for the invite to pop up in your email? Um, not long at all. I just went. You know, I said, oh, I gotta. I was gonna grab some fruit, you know, because we've been speaking. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm gonna grab because I have like these, you won't believe it in Costco. I don't know if you guys have it, but it's called plum apricot. It's, it's unbelievable, brother. It's a plum <laughs> it, it, and it's golden. It's yellow golden and it's apricot. I've never and, and, and they hardly have that fruit. But I decided, well, it's a little cold right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna grab the 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 the, the Bing cherries. And I said, let me have a couple of cherries because if I drink water, I'll have to keep getting up for the next couple of hours while we're speaking. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny. You you mentioned um, watermelons, and I realized that I've got my my sister recently went to a picnic, and she's got this bowl full of watermelons and grapes and strawberries in here. And I'm gonna totally, you just you inspired me. I'm gonna go ahead and have some of these while uh, while we're talking. This is just so. Right. So good. The watermelons. Man. Of course, these watermelons appeared after we talked about them. Wow. It's like <laughs> beaconed them into existence. Mm-hmm. This is great. It's like a cereal. This is like a cereal, it's, or like a uh, like a stew of sorts. It's it's really good. All these all these fruits in here, man. This is holy cow. So is it watermelon, a bunch of fruit, or just watermelon? Yeah, watermelon, strawberry, grapes. Yeah. There you go. And, and that's the best hydration, brother, is fruit. And the people on the planet, water is the second. I hate to tell you, water is the best. They'll tell you, aqua. But really, the fruit, because that's why we need our environment clean, is the best for our DNA. Is Coconut water is in our DNA. Coconut water is, it is the best to hydrate. It's like the blood in our veins. I don't know if you know that. No, I never knew that. Oh yeah, I did a, a video with Ron on it, um, out of you know out of Florida, and he he he, he was taken back. He was aware of it because he does the coconut, but it was it's in our DNA, brother. I mean the trees, that coconut juice, that water that's from the nature from the tree mm. is in our bloodstream, in our DNA. We need that kind of hydration in our body. 
Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it so interesting that my my sister and I were talking about this because she's vegan and I'm I'm mostly I'd say mostly vegan because because I because I live with her. Um, I'll eat eggs once in a while, but um, I mostly eat vegan stuff. And it's so interesting through the years how something that is just organic and natural seems to be higher priced. You know, something that is just like a natural thing is higher priced than something that is totally processed and might have strange chemicals on it and all that. And it, it, it's such it's just a bizarre thing. When you think about that, something that is natural and healthy and the way it ought to be, um, that there's there's an extra price tag <laughs> to that. It's such mm-hmm. a weird thing. Now, do you have? Do you, I'm getting this image out there in Maui. Do you got just like fruit trees hanging around you? Do you just eat right off the fat of the land? Um, we did, but they get diseased here. Oh, and and people people will grab them. We do have them, yes, uh, in the island, but they will get diseased if they're not cared for. And it's, it used to be plentiful here with the coconuts. You, you have to, you have to, you have to find find them now, or ask people that have trees, whatever, or you have to buy them. Before we were able to get them, and you know, we, we would buy them, but not like now. I mean, we're talking. I've been in the island close to 30 years, where it's so plentiful that wherever I lived on a property or a land, we would share it and, and give to people, you know? Hmm. Yeah. But now, you could buy 100 coconuts at $3 a piece or something for $300. Or $50, $50 for 20 coconuts or something. You know, 25 Now, is it is it difficult to grow a coconut tree? I mean, how long would that take if you were to actually just grow your own coconut tree on your on your property there? Years. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Year. So it's first got to become a tree before the coconuts arrive, or do can the coconuts start, you know, sprouting uh, as it's in sort of a? I guess I'm visualizing sort of like a bush uh, form, or yeah, you gotta let the tree grow first, and then it'll mm. start sprouting. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean the hotels, brother. They actually buy the trees from people on their property. They dig up the tree. Because they can't, they can't wait those years for those particular trees that they want at the hotel or the coconut, the palm trees. They'll actually have excavations, go out there and dig the tree up from their property and bring it, bring it down to the hotels. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Because they they want it now. They can't wait years. Wow. Yeah, isn't that something? In, yeah, that is something. And I heard that, um, you know, palm trees out in California, I heard that palm trees were actually, you know, migrated over here from Hawaii. This is, this is not a natural occurrence for palm trees to grow out here in California. Is that true? That's Elizabeth connecting in now. Wait. Oh, hi, Elizabeth. Elizabeth? Hi. I realized I are. should have loaded a photo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome yeah, to the podcast. I'm glad that you you carved some time on your day to 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 be on here and, and talk about stuff. And I talked to I was talking to Valentine earlier, um, just about various you know the the importance of of eating fruits and uh, all the water that's contained in them and coconuts and you know just all all that coconut great stuff. Coconut water. Oh yeah, coconut water. 
and the fruit the fruit is that true uh elizabeth that the fruit is the best hydration even outside of water it's best to have the hydration through the fruit i i yeah plant plants food all together i think greens too has a lot of water lettuce and um there you go yeah watermelon that's my favorite hydration right there i love it of course you're saying that it's amazing because i just discovered that there's watermelon in my refrigerator my sister went to a, a picnic uh, uh-huh. yesterday and i am actually right now at this very moment eating eating a nice a little bowl of of well there's watermelon and some strawberries in here so it's great that you're bringing up watermelon and valentine was telling yeah. me about that he really likes watermelon so this is this is a double double zinger here that i i, I got to eat a lot more watermelon i think and yeah. I, i'm not i'm not sure what what you guys have talked about as far as coconuts but i think the most profound thing about coconuts is that when mm-hmm. they ran they started using coconut water for blood transfusion See? because it is an exact match. Wow. DNA. DNA. Yeah. Yeah, right on, Well, I think it's like more like the cellular makeup of it, like the structure, everything that it has, it's the same as blood. It's like a match. Yep. DNA. So, right? What, what, I'm saying, the... what I was saying. Yeah. You were just talking about that, Valentine, before she hopped on. So, okay, so this is interesting then. So, in those in those instances where you know you hear people going, oh well, the bloods are running or the the hospitals are running out of blood, or we need more people to donate blood. Well, it would make sense to me if if you know coconut water companies were to donate that, right? Well, With, I, I think it probably would need to be pure, like fresh coconut. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you remember when they did that, Valentine? Uh, Go ahead. I think. Did they do it like during Pearl Harbor or something like that? Um, I yeah, I believe they did do it during Pearl Harbor, um, because of the amount of people that were, they said you know that needed that blood blood transfusions and the, the, from the from the um, injuries and all. Yeah, the, the plasma. Yes. What yeah. the heck? So who? Yeah. I mean, that would have been a, a very brave and bold move to go. Hey, you know what? We, we we don't really have any blood here. Let's just go. Ahead. What do you got over there, Frank? Oh, you got some coconut? Yeah, yeah. Let's just put that in the guy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> someone had to experience doing that to know that that would have worked. You know, thank God it wasn't the guy who wasn't drinking a margarita or something. He was just drinking a coconut. And, I, I, let's just get that over here. Let's put that in the body. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that and is... then also, so you'll know, the coconut nut, and 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 Elizabeth will probably tell you, it's like that is the, the, the along with the water. Tell tell me a little bit about the nut, what that does, Elizabeth. Well, coconut in general is like an antiviral, antibacterial, antiparasitic. Mm-hmm. Similar in the sense to like colloidal silver. Yep. Um, it's it has. So many healing properties besides being super hydrating and and matching our blood molecules. Yep, our DNA. So, yep. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Uh, it's a pretty remarkable nut. <laughs> we have to give it to the coconut. Right. You got to eat the coconut in the middle too. Uh, the our, coconut our, and the lime. The coconut. Yeah, lime and the coconut. The lime and the coconut. So interesting. So are you talking about the, as one might call it, the coconut meat? Or are you saying the yes. actual, okay. Yeah. The meat oh my in the middle. I, I think the whole thing, you know, um, the whole plant. 
Yeah. I'm into whole plants, whole whole foods, like all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the best things to do with raw coconut is to crack it and take the meat out and put it with the water in a blender and blend it up and then make it into ice cubes and then just add it to your smoothies. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yeah. And, and then you try to use it for, we were talking yesterday and uh, uh, yesterday about room temperature, about the stomach. I was bringing up about the stomach lining or stomach, what degrees, you know, to keep everything, the fire going out of, you know, what is, what is our, our temperature that we need our, our, our body to go to, to digest the food and all? Do you know, Elizabeth? Um, well, I mean, in relationship to water, it's best to drink water that's at room temperature, there you, right? There you go. Bingo. Yeah. Um, I don't know as far as digesting food per se, but... Okay. Just take a walk. Yeah. I mean, during quarantine, I've pretty much been a raw foodist again, which is great. I know. I'm enjoying that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And I was... And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's, uh, so let me tell you because Kurt and I talked about it yesterday. It's a hundred degrees our stomach lining, and doctors to this day don't have to look look up in their uh, almanacs and the, and I watch them in the dictionary. When when I ask them questions, they, they can't answer you. They they go to the office and they go through their encyclopedia <laughs> to find out information, and then they'll come out twenty minutes later into your appointment and tell you they can't. They don't know. Oh my gosh. They couldn't find it. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I feel like they're not, they went to a school that is owned by a, we'll just call it a system yep. that doesn't have our best interest at heart. Yeah. Yeah. And they've made them believe X, Y, Z, <laughs> and all they're doing is regurgitating X, Y, Z. And then I feel like they don't really understand what their oath means. And these days, these big um, companies. Corporations. Yeah, I don't even want to say what they are. Yeah. Those types of companies are um, dictating what health is. And it's not congruent to humans anyway. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And you being a raw foodist and all. You know, you know the difference in, in like Kurt doing the fruit. We're doing the fruit now. You know, I said, well, if I drink water and we're in, in between the uh, interview, uh, we're, we're in the podcast. Well, you, you're going to have a chance to get up and you're going to be like, oh, I should have drank that water. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to get some cherries. And I have uh, uh, this uh, particular fruit that I was talking about. And I don't know if you're aware of it. It's called plum apricot, and Costco has them. Once in the blue moon, uh, Maria said, "You got to try this," and I love it. It's a plum that's golden, and it's apricot. Plum quad or something. Yeah, like plum quad. quad. Yeah. So yeah, they but, somehow yeah. fused it together, huh? Like a Frankenstein yeah. kind of fruit. Wow. I, yeah. I think those are called hybrids to a GMO, GMO though. <laughs> it is. The plum, it is. yeah, it's like they they splinted the trees together, and then that, I think that's how that came about. I don't think it was a natural, like that. Wow. Well, it was. Well, it wasn't uh, genetically modified. Okay. 
so that's but it interesting. was definitely so somewhat um, planted together so that they would create something else. Okay. Well, so, I, yeah. I grabbed the cherries while while uh, we were waiting for you to come online. While he was having the watermelon, I said, well, I got the Bing cherries. And I got like two cartons of them, like two and a half, three pounds each, three pounds each one. Oh my and, gosh. And I got so much fruit in here, I could have a fruit party. Uh, <laughs> uh, mango, I got mangoes that I haven't opened up yet. And, and they're from the trees. They were, you know, brought in from uh, Mar- Mar- Maria, got them and said, you got to try these mangoes from my, her clients. When the clients bring it in, you know, it's called the kind here in Hawaiian. You, you, it's like gold, you know. It's, it's <laughs> like from the tree. It's like, oh boy, you're gonna have a nice, nice mango now. That's not from the store. This is from right. the the mana of the island. Yeah. Oh, I love. Yeah. It. Now, yeah. Elizabeth, you're saying that you just eat raw. Just uh, I, what is now? Am I correct? This thing is a raw vegetable, just one that's uncooked, right? Because they say that if you cook it, it cooks out the nutrients. Yeah, it kills the food, kills what's good for you. Mm-hmm. So I've been eating a lot of salad and a lot of fruit and raw vegetables and um, sprouted nuts and some seeds. But I'm on a with the autoimmune protocol diet, so I, I can't eat nightshades or legumes or I don't know, a few other things. So mm-hmm. I'm, um, I've been feeling a lot better. Beautiful. You know, through, uh the whole process. I was a raw foodist for 20 years in San Diego, so okay. I do know the ropes. And okay. I'm, uh, I've got some, I'm sitting here with some dragon fruit and wow. an orange from the mana and the, and some apple bananas and, and some papaya. Beautiful. And a lilacoy. And lilacoy. Oh, yeah. Kurt. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tell the dragon dra- fruit. You know what a dragon fruit is, Kurt? No, and you just mentioned another fruit I've, I'm not familiar familiar with either. I've heard of dragon fruit, but you said something about malakoy or lilikoy. Lilikoy. Oh, lilikoy. Passion. Passion, passion fruit. fruit. Oh, oh, oh. And tell them what it tastes like, and I'll tell you what I, I, I you know, it, it is just heavenly to me. Yeah, it depends. There's all different types of flavors yeah. from Jamaican. Jamaican lilikoy are my favorite. Same here. Very. Uh, sweet yeah but some can be quite tart yeah and uh they're kind of it kind of like big um chia seeds that are, are gelatinous that have either a sweet to tart flavor and they're super good it's known as the fruits of enlightenment yeah wow yeah <laughs> wow yeah yeah. So, wow. Okay. So it's kind of like, I mean, I'm getting the image of like a gummy bear, but just nature's gummy bear kind of. Well, it's like a round, um, yellow to orange ball mm-hmm. and, um, they're anywhere from maybe an inch and a half up to what? Three, four inches yeah. uh, in diameter. Yeah. And they, they kind of got like a foamy, um, lining around them mm-hmm. and, then inside, yes. it's like a like a custard kind of thing, you know, with these b- balls of seeds yep. that ha- have flavor. And it's so juicy, like you know, the juice like it's like like your bliss. <laughs> now, are yeah. these things easy to grow? Are these? Because uh, I can only imagine how great that would be to have a little garden with these kinds of fruits that you're mentioning here. Yeah, yeah. they're on a vine, uh, Kurt. Right? Oh. 
They they grow yeah, on a vine. Yeah, it's a tropical vine. Tropical vine. So if you're in the, tro- I'm sure in LA, Lilacoy could grow for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lilacoy. I got Lilacoy. Keep- I'm writing that down. This is. Or passion fruit is the other name. Passion fruit. Yeah. Fruit. Yeah. Passion fruit. And then the dragon, the dragon one that she's talking about. Tell them that it's purple, and tell them what that tastes like. Uh, also. Elizabeth. Well, it's similar to the chia seed consistency again, right? Because it's got little seeds in it. Yeah. And it's, um, it's really super uh, antioxidant. Hydrating. It's yes. so hydrating. Yeah. And it really, it kind of affects your, um, your, uh, the exit color of of your food. Yeah, it's, it's purple. Purple, uh, oh purple <laughs> Some of it is white. You can get a white dragon fruit. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, it's like the most beautiful, vibrant pink yeah. color. Pink like mind blowing. And the outside of the fruit looks like a little. Um, uh, like a dragon, like a dragon scale yeah. that are pointy. Yeah. I was just going to ask why they call it dragon fruit. Okay, so there's the answer. I was, I was, it didn't even get it. That's great. You knew, you knew what I was going to ask. Yeah, because I was going to say, what the heck? Why is it dragon fruit? So it has like what looks like scales on the outside? Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and what I'm getting is, uh, Elizabeth, you sent, when, the, when the time's right, send some pictures and he'll really see what it looks like. <laughs> or you look yeah, it up. Yeah, I mean, right? Kurt, yeah, Kurt, as if well. you just if you just Google an image of dragon fruit, yeah. you can see it right now in real time. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. <laughs> so you're so with your with your raw food diet. You're you're saying because you mentioned something before you, you an autoimmune uh, um, uh, sort of health regime that you're on. Well, I'm on the diet, yeah, and um, it really, like, stops the cytokine storm, which is really causes a lot of chronic health issues. What is that? What is is that that you just mentioned? um, It is an autoimmune response to usually food, Mm -hmm. and it creates a lot of chronic health issues in your body. Mm. So it provides the perfect storm for that. And um, when you eliminate those foods out of the body, the body's able to heal and get rid of that storm and slow down all the symptoms and and get healthier and healthier and stronger and stronger. So I've been on that for about 15 months now, and I'm feeling a lot better. Wow. And what what are some of the effects that you're noticing from eating it? I'm feeling uh, less, like, less mucusy, stronger. Uh, more integrated, more grounded, a little bit more level-headed. Uh, it's interesting, the whole process. It's very interesting because during the Harmonic Convergence, which is where I met Valentine, there was um, a Lakota. It was great because there was just lots of just wonderful um, information that was going through there from all kinds of all kinds of different perspectives. And there was uh, what was it? The, you know, the reservation. The uh, the reservation that yeah, Lakota. Finally- yeah, they said, okay, stop. You guys are not going to put your pipes down here and stuff. Um, so the, this woman was saying that um, they're, they're like, you know, all, we, we, we know that those berries that are out there can help us out. That's, that's, that's 
that's what we take. We don't need the prescription medicines. We, you know, mm-hmm. our cultures have known about this forever, mm-hmm. but it only grows for a certain, you know, some of them only for a certain amount of weeks or a certain amount of months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she was saying that the, the government or whoever was involved was not allowing her and her people to go out into the, into the fields to get, you know, the healthy um, fruits and berries and whatnot that they mm-hmm. knew could help them during this, you know, during this time of COVID. And yeah. so it's really interesting when you hear about this kind of wisdom and, uh, you know, now, now talking with you, Elizabeth, about how you're mm-hmm. taking these specific, you're eating this specific diet and here you are, you know, you're, you're explaining exactly all the benefits of it and how it's helping you out. Are you noticing it's giving you more energy? Are you sleeping better? Are you, um, what are some of the other side effects? Um, I just feel like I'm healing. My body's finally like able to take a breath and I'm not so, uh, it's feeling less, it's just feeling less than what I've had to deal with. And that isn't a good direction for me. Um, I've been, I've been uh, chronically ill my whole life, but I've been disabled since 95. So I'm, I've had quite a journey with my health. I've had a beautiful, beautiful, amazing, miraculous, super mystical, magical, divinely guided life. (laughs) But I have had major challenges with my health and I feel very, um, surrendered to it and that it is guided me into who I am and and showed me and woken up all my gifts and I'm grateful so I feel blessed by it I wanted to share too about that you know I one of my first teachers was the real life Don Juan from the Carlos Castaneda. Wow. What? Oh my gosh. That was a real guy. Oh my God. That was a real guy. And he was a yaki shaman uh, down in Mexico. And uh, my, my roommate at the time was driving him around. He was kind of his right hand man. And um, I was not well. And, and he said, you know, you need to come and ask this guy what's going on with you. Now, I had never read any of those books. I didn't really know who this guy was. <laughs> um, and I sat Ooh. down in circle with him. And he, the first thing he did was led a meditation. And when we closed our eyes and he started guiding us, he literally showed up inside my third eye. He took my hands and he put them up above our heads. And we flew straight up in the air like an eagle. And that was the beginning. Oh, uh, I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> so what happened then? What, what happened then? What did you discover through this journey? Beautiful. Well, a lot of things. It say, well, wow. I discovered who I am as a shaman. That's for sure. He definitely woke me up to that immediately. And then like, I've been a, a shaman in 158 lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm definitely one in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had so many mystical experiences during that time. It was like probably 96, 97, 98. Um, and I was in San Diego. He was, he is on the Kumai Indian Reservation outside of Tecate in Mexico. So it was like a 40 minute drive from Ocean Beach where I was in San Diego. And uh, we would go down there on the full moon and we'd go down and he would come up and do meditation classes, enlightenment classes. We would do herb walks. I thought one of the coolest things about him was that 
he would talk to the plants and the plants would tell him what they were good for. Oh, I love it. Oh, God, this is so exciting. Oh, this I'm like, so I want to do that. <laughs> oh, incredible. Uh-huh. So, oh my God, he was he was amazing. Like, and he got that nickname because he was on his ninth wife, and he had wow. 60, 67 sons. Whoa. He did not count his daughters, <laughs> so he had much more children than that. And um, oh it was very traditional, and there were a lot of Lakota Indians around there at that time. So I. Wow. definitely met a lot of that tribe and the people gathered from all over the world there and Beautiful. he was just um i learned a lot about the spirit world and mm. yeah he told me i was the window between life and death it was like i had a foot in both worlds at all times i'm fully mm. yeah mm. um right before i met him i was awakened by christ and um mm-hmm. Seven years after I was awakened by Christ, I was uh, activated my sacred heart. So I'm a divine channel for the sacred heart of Christ. And that's how I facilitate healing and uh, as and helping humanity uh, in this time. Um, I'm, a, I'm a distance healer. Uh, I trained with um, David Morehouse, who wrote the CIA Stargate program uh, <laughs> book around remote viewing and mm. I studied with the real life grasshopper um, mm-hmm. from the Kung Fu series oh. back in the 70s. Whoa! Yeah. yeah! Yeah, and I became one of his top practitioners in the world and he gifted me San Diego so I had a lot of events um, I started studying with him in 2002 and I had events probably through 2005, six, uh, and super amazing work. Uh, very uh, based in kinesiology. I've been doing kinesiology for 30 years, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of my bread and butter to my whole thing. Uh, the Sacred Heart, I believe, got activated because when Christ awakened me, my life was pretty. My health was pretty tragic in some of the things that happened for me. Um, And I was able to stay pure. And because of that, it's like when you see an image of the Sacred Heart of Christ, you see seven swords going through Jesus and Mary's hearts. And I think I have nine swords, but my heart remained pure. So somehow that activated it. Beautiful. And it's in alignment with the kinesiology or the dowsing or muscle testing. Uh, that's what the priests use to commune with the enlightened mind. Beautiful. So it just made me faster at what I did. And, um, I'm excited. I'm uh, building my email list right now to uh, publish a book uh, called Your Power of Knowing everyone about kinesiology and how to get accurate and work out all the kinks and how to apply it to their everyday life and then how to apply it to their intuition and then in the end how to kind of drop into the sacred heart and meditate in there and ask questions and when you get an answer then you have a tool to test how accurate or how you know how truthful was this and then it builds that 
intuitive muscle and that self-trust so that you're guided by Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did yeah. did your uh, uh, communion with, with the original Don Juan, um, which I just got to say, my buddy had told me about that, uh, about separate reality long time ago. And I read the book and it just sounded like science fiction. This is, this is before, you know, things really started to make sense to me. Um, and I was just like, whoa, this is, is this fact? Is this fiction? What's going on here? So, um, and, and I, my mind was just, I, I, could, I couldn't wrap my, my head around that. Um, and now <laughs> it's so interesting because over the past week I've been thinking, you know, I, 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 I just got a vibe that I got to reread a separate reality. And now all of a sudden, of course, of course, here you are talking about the fact that you met that guy that they're talking about. <laughs> so during that time, did you did you feel that that moment when you were um, when you were out there and he took your hands and your and your and, and your third eye and off you go into the universe? Did you do you feel that that was the 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 sort of first domino uh, um, that kind of started your spiritual journey, or was there, or did you, or were you, uh, did you feel connected up until that point as well? Well, I grew up in an interesting household where there, my mom was a lawyer and she was a reformed Catholic atheist evolution and behaviorist. And she would argue there was no God. So very interesting dichotomy. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So I grew up thinking I grew up in the, th- in the third dimension. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, um, back in the day, when Jerry Garcia was alive, used to follow the Grateful Dead around. And that led to me following my bliss, being grateful and asking for miracles, which kind of activated my, some of my intuitive and psychic and prophetic gifts. Yes. Ah, beautiful. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had a spiritual awakening after Jerry died on my way up to San Francisco from San Diego. And through that spiritual awakening, I realized that there was a lot more to life than the third dimension. (laughs) And I went from nothing to everything all at once. Then it was Christ awakening me and and guiding me. And I felt connected ever since. And then Mm -hmm. I met Don Juan probably like the first year I was in that state. And because it just matched the frequency, right? And he came that... Part of my journey has been, um, I was bedridden for about seven years yeah. in San Diego. Wow. And um, I was asleep 22 hours a day. Yeah. So I was barely like no quality of life. And when I was awake, all I would do was pray because I was already awakened. I'm like, God, why did you do this? I'm awake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think into my journey, I, I was raised in the third dimension. So I went to all the Western doctors, the pain clinics, every specialist. I tried everything and nothing helped and everything made me worse. So I soon realized they were not able to help me. And so I said to God, I'm like, you know, can you just send me people that could actually help me? <laughs> and they're going to have to be for free because I've exhausted all of my resources. And um, that week I got five healers. I love it. Oh, I love it. And I was then by the next week seeing two healers a day for years. And um, then I just kept praying on a deeper and deeper level. You know, I need more. I need, And I ended up attracting like all these top healers in the world. Mm-hmm. And I did not go out and seek them. I just prayed for help. And this is who was brought to my door, usually through a friend mm. would bring them. 
So it was very miraculous and mystical and magical and mm. very um, super high vibes, super high vibes. Beautiful. And I was so grateful for help and inspiration and spirituality and mysticism and all of that. I felt Don Juan, um, well, he was not a fan of Carlos Castaneda. Oh, really? Why? Why not? <laughs> Um, well, I, you know, he spoke Spanish and I spoke English. So oh, gotcha. I, but the translator said it was because he wasn't honest. Oh, Castaneda wasn't honest? Correct. Oh, so did Don Juan feel that, that uh, uh, Castaneda had maybe embellished some things or um, took things out of context, maybe? Yeah, maybe didn't understand clearly what he was writing about or something. That it, it was not you know, in alignment with his, his teaching. So it's quite interesting so, that it's because of, well, I don't want to say it's because of Carlos Castaneda that people are brought to Don Juan, because obviously you you were brought to Don Juan without even knowing who the heck the guy was. However, <laughs> having said that, it is interesting that people like myself, or who knows how many other millions of people out there who have who have read Separate Reality or any of the books about Don Juan, they, they know, you know, they know about that guy because of Carlos Castaneda. So it is quite an interesting dichotomy there where Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he definitely made him the most famous shaman of all time, right? Wow, wow, and yeah. probably caused and he, so many people to just really start questioning, you know, their connection to to the all that is, and you know, how the heck do I get it? You know, how do I do that? Where do I find a shaman? Um, <laughs> well, I think all those are good ideas. Oh yeah, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> who knows what? I didn't read the book, so I can't tell you what was what was reality and what wasn't but i'm sure the truth is kind of woven in there anyway i mean usually that's how it works but um i wouldn't i wouldn't just count what he was teaching you and what you got out of the book if it inspired you you know what i mean right mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah it, that it's was good that was uh don juan's perspective and i don't know why because i couldn't really talk to him on that level so when you were out there okay so so Okay, in ad- in addition to seeing him in your third eye and and traveling the galaxy, what I mean, what are first of all, I gotta ask you, how long were you out there communing with him, he and his tribe? And then second second of all, is what are some more of these really interesting maybe synchronicities or mystical experiences while you were in his presence while these things were happening? Um, there were a lot of mystical experiences I feel like (laughs) almost every encounter there was something magical and mystical and spiritual happening um, for sure and I was going through quite a uh, back then I felt like the planet was so high vibrational I feel like technology and all these devices have have made us more dense Mm. and the frequency lower on, on some level but uh, <clears throat> back then, my girlfriend, her name was Ray. She was Geronimo's great great granddaughter in this lifetime. Whoa! And she, I, I was at death's door. Really, I had shingles and cancer, and oh. it was one of the mm. chronic illness symptoms to my whole situation. Mm. And I don't think anybody thought I was going to live, honestly. But Saray would come over to my house every day and she was an energy worker and a massage therapist and I didn't really understand what that was um, mm. but I was reading I just gotten done uh, I think reading the 10th insight or the 11th insight the one about healing from James Redfield uh-huh. oh 
Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was having these spiritual experiences that I was like, oh, my God, I have no idea what's happening. And I couldn't explain it. It was happening between Saray and I, my friend uh, David Starr and uh, this uh, uh, boyfriend, Tim. So it was happening like we couldn't make it happen on purpose, mm-hmm. but it was happening uh because I think the frequency was so high that it just couldn't not not happen. And I asked Don Juan about it at some point, and he said, very, very good thing. Very, 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 very good thing. I'm like, but what is it? What? <laughs> very, very good thing. Please tell me what's going on. Because whenever it was happening, I was like, oh my God, let's just burn sage. You know, let's do a blessing. Let's purify so we'd fill the whole room up with sage smoke <laughs> and just pray because we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and uh, because you have to realize when I went when I went through my awakening, I had no dogma attached to my spirituality. So it was so pure in everything wow. that I experienced. I think that was the blessing that my mother gave me. And um, I I ended up asking like. Um, after Don Juan, I studied with John Davison, who was in Sharkey Lu's lineage of Kung Fu, and he formed him and another person formed the co-founded the San Diego Taoist Sanctuary. Mm. And I studied with him for a year privately, mm. and I asked him about my experience with Saray and David and Tim, and um, he said, "Oh yeah, we teach that in upper levels of Kung Fu." Oh. Awesome. Oh, and he's like, it is called piercing through reality. Oh, <laughs> like my, my God. Other name. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is so awesome. I can believe it. I was like, oh, my God. So he showed me how to do it and how to do it in the mirror to myself. And wow. it is, you basically are, um, uh, <laughs> what was happening was Saray and I would just be talking and all of a sudden she would just burst into particles was what I called it. So before I had a name for it, I would call it particles. Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and she, I would do the same thing. It wasn't like it was a one-sided experience. It was happening at the same time. And um, I, I, there was a Maori psychic that was hanging out with Don Juan and I asked her about it. And I said, you know, <laughs> this was the other weird part. I'm like, well, we burst into particles and then um, we are holding our heads in our hands and there's like a cover over the face and I'm like, what is going on? Wow. Wow. And we weren't on anything to influence us. It was just a very spiritual spontaneity Mm -hmm. kind of thing. You couldn't make, I couldn't really make it happen on purpose. It was just a vibe. You know, it was some sort of frequency that was so pure and so clean Mm -hmm. that this was happening mm-hmm. and um so uh the maori psychic says oh those are not blocks those are doorways just walk through them oh. so the next time saray came over and it happened i said oh that's a dory let's walk through it so i saw her as a little child and she saw the ancient one in my body and at that time I looked like I was 150 years old, even though I was just 30. I look 100 years younger than I did when I was 30. <laughs> Whoa. Now, but um, wow. 
so I was like, wow. Uh, hmm. And it was like, okay. And then we went to lunch and we're sitting there at lunch. And she goes, oh my God, there's dark green radiating off the right side of your body. And that's where the shingles was. That's where I had three tumors wow. sticking out under my arm. Jeez. And I said, well, it's a doorway. Walk through it. And she did. And it was, uh, hmm. it was a dark spirit. Oh. that Don Juan had warned me about and I didn't believe him but when Saray was telling me I was like oh my god I think I'm believing it because <laughs> I left our first meeting even though he had really just blown my mind um, I think the second time I met him my friend um, convinced me I should stand in front of him and ask him what was wrong with me <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so I did that and he told me I was possessed and I'm, I left thinking I'm not possessed I'm not acting differently my head's not spinning I'm not throwing up right you know? right <laughs> there's no way I'm me I know I'm me and sure enough a month later this happens with Stray and I'm like okay so we ended up getting it out of my body and that was my first instant healing incredible so I just I just got to stop you there for a second so when when your friend okay when you said to her walk through the doorway it, was this was this a visual uh, uh, was, was, was she did she, did she close her eyes did she um, please explain to me take me through what what that is like to walk <laughs> through the doorway <laughs> well first she came, she took she went into the energy and she must have seen it through her third eye or felt it or sensed it or whatever it was but when she first came out of it she was scared and she took a deep breath and she went right back into her fear hmm? and she came out and she said he just wants to be loved oh that's so <laughs> wow look at that oh man that is wow wow i know i think the most interesting thing about saray at this point is now that my gifts are fully in i realized now it was geronimo coming to my house oh. every day to heal me. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. I know. Incredible. <laughs> so holy moly. So when she walked through the doorway, she saw the demon. Did she did what I mean did, what what did she tell you that she kind of you know message that, that she gave it was she kind of like you know okay you can go now you know I love you we all love you can you kind of leave her alone now <laughs> what? well you know I told you I was reading that book right um, about James Redfield's healing uh, prophecy right, right. Celestine and, prophecies right right and so um, when we realized what was going on we went back that was at lunch realized we were in public at lunch when all this was oh man wow we go back to my house and I call my friend Ryan Hornbeck and he was uh, my old roommate and he was driving Don Juan all over the place. At that time, I thought he was going to write an herb book for Don Juan and get it published. But I don't think that, I don't know if that ever happened. Hmm. But um, anyway, he, I said, it's an emergency. Get your butt over here right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't tell him what was going on, but he brought three huge crystals of uh, rose quartz, which grew naturally on Don Juan's Indian reservation. And he put one in each of our hands and um, we basically... uh, 
we sat Indian style and I was in the front and Saray was in the middle and Brian was in the back mm. and we um, we talked the spirit mm. out of me and into the light and it took us three hours wow. and I could feel it going in and out of me because the pain would Whoa. be in my body and then it would leave and, and, and it went around and around like that and wow. I I mm. finally felt it trust the light and release. Incredible. This is this is a wow. this is a book and a movie yeah. in the future. Yeah. And what happened was Brian said, Well, I want you to go down to the ocean. I live like a block from the ocean. And Saray and I walked down there and we took the rose corpse. He's like, I want you to throw it into the ocean and, and do a prayer and tell Mother Earth what happened. And um you know, basically asked for her, her cleansing it. And so we did all of that. And then we sat back on the rock, you know, and, and Don Juan told me I was the bridge between life and death. Wow. And, oh, and all of a sudden <laughs> there was a light that appeared in the horizon. It was like 11, 12 o'clock at night. Hmm? There was a light that came. It wasn't a ship. It was just a light in the horizon. And then we saw all these white lines going from the city from behind us mm. to that bright light. And we felt all these souls oh, passing. Wow. Yeah, passing from the darkness into the light going, wow, if he went, we can go. We didn't do anything compared to that. Oh, oh my. <laughs> and there was just wow. a whole influx of darkness into the light. Yeah. Now, Brian had left go down to Mexico to meet with Don Juan and spend the night on the reservation and he Don Juan got phone calls from all the tribal leaders around the world going what on earth is going on in San Diego oh oh my gosh whoa (laughs) they claimed that we opened up like the fourth dimension on earth oh my gosh yeah because we we flushed so much of the darkness into the light oh man wow yeah, it Beautiful. was like we raised, and that was me and Geronimo and Brian Hornbeck. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. This is so cool yeah. to hear. So so wow. when, when he started getting all those phone calls, what like what kind of effect from that point forward did they notice in their, you know, just in the world in general or, or in their teachings or in their ceremonies? Was it, was it easier to do it? Was it, because I can imagine if you don't have these, these forces that are, that are, you know, clogging up the drain, I guess, um, it would be much, much, a, 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 you know, faster flow maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it was 1997, 98, the fall. I think that's when it was. And um, I mean, I just know what a free, high frequency we were at as a planet and a collective at that point. I think we've really been bombarded with uh, low frequency. We'll just call it that. Mm-hmm. The higher we rise, the more we're... Uh, yeah, anyway. Under attack. Uh, <laughs> we're challenged, right? We're I don't want to say yeah. it. Under attack. <laughs> the more we need to learn how to hold sacred space. Yes. How about that? Yeah, yeah. it's good. There you go. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, I'm. Um, it's an interesting time right now with COVID and with uh, uh, everyone so compliant and so apparently. I, I don't know. I'm just praying. 
for the survival of the planet. I don't know what's happening. Well, I'm thinking if you did it that first time, you know, I mean, heck, why not bring the wizards together again and conjure up, you know, like, okay, get out of here, get out of here. You know, whatever whatever you guys are, you know, get out of here. (laughs) Well, I, you know, I've been, people keep bringing me to that awareness again and again lately because um, I would say after I studied with Grasshopper, I started something on, this is going to date me, on MySpace. And we had, I started what we called the Global Healing Matrix. So mm-hmm. all the remote healers could get together and work Ooh. on collective issues. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and something go. like that needs to be resurrected, I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, on that level. Um, and the closest thing I have to that right now is I started a blog yeah. over um, since COVID. I, I started it in April, I think was the first one. And it is interesting because it it's, um, I deal with my words. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when you, as you're reading the blog, you're healing your collective issues of current events. Mm-hmm. It's like the healing news. <laughs> really? And it's a, yeah. It's an, inc- an incubator for the new earth and what we're creating and what we're going into. You know what? I love that you're bringing that up. It's so interesting because I, I, was, I was telling Valentine earlier about how I've been reading the Dolores Cannon books about convoluted universe and mm-hmm. um, how she talks a lot about, you know, through these past life regressions. It, it, yeah. It's, you know, it's undeniable when you get so many different people that she's bringing, down, bringing through the quantum healing hypnosis technique where they're talking about the new earth and when when covid struck us i go oh boy oh boy you know what i I think we're right here on the precipice of the new earth really revealing itself here so it's really interesting that you're talking about this and it just makes so much sense because uh it's offering us this opportunity of looking at this and go you know what this is this is an illusion do i want to believe in this illusion or do i want to you know continue to create the reality that i that i prefer to see or, or that's best for me are you noticing that there are other, um, he, you know, uh, other healers, you know, reading your blog and commenting and going, yep, let's start this thing back up again. Let's, let's get, you know, especially with Facebook live with, 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 uh, zoom with all those, you know, abilities, just like we did with the harmonic convergence, yes. all of these people, there must've been yeah. 60,000 or more that came in and out of there throughout that 10 days. Wow. We're a part of this and yes. you're putting across all these loving healing intentions and then on the 14th the idea was to um the intention was to bring about worldwide you know ufo sightings and what's interesting was i read an article mm-hmm. that in the month of july there were 399 ufo reports and i thought mm-hmm, there we go it's interesting quite interesting <laughs> so yeah i think the collective has much more power than it believes it does. Yes. Yeah. And if there was somebody actually, which there really is only one of us, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if somebody, the one of us, would take the ship and steer it in a better direction right now, collectively, if our narrative changed on a collective level and started steering into the light, yeah, that's basically we need a new captain at the helm, we'll say it. And, uh, I think them are going to be fine. I really feel, uh, have you guys heard about Gregory Howlett, the new King of England? Uh, no. Gregory. The, 
they're calling him the second coming of Christ because he is in the Christ bloodline of Anne Boleyn, mm. uh, Elizabeth, the Queen Elizabeth the first mother, mm. and um, I guess he's claiming the throne and becoming the new King of England. That and uh, he's saying that we're going through three forty-day periods. We may have some civil unrest. And then we're going into a thousand years of peace. I mean, I—that's what I keep being shown: mm. is this heaven on yeah, earth, yeah. utopia, yeah. Um, golden but age. It's kind of like we need to create it right now, yeah, and close the gap yeah. between where we're at and where we want to go because Big. we need to outsmart and out. Uh, we have to be faster and outsmart that energy that's in control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and just bring, bring something new into the fold that they can't touch mm-hmm. because it's God's work and they can't, it's infallible or, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting when you have some of these forces who who own, you know, a majority of these these networks with particular agendas, it, it yeah. gives this illusion that so many more people believe in this kind of, in these sort of, let's say downtrodden ideas um then then there actually are and and what's interesting is that nobody you know there, there are probably a <laughs> lot more um people who who are on the on the you know brain waves that we are here with this idea of bringing about the new earth put you know put bringing the light out there there are probably a lot more of us who are just kind of silent and silently meditating and you know n- not being very vocal out there mm. um right now because mm-hmm. they're drowned out by the other by the other stuff by the other megaphones well, and whatnot yeah it seems like everyone's so um in a sense brainwashed programmed mm-hmm. um, uh, controlled on so many different levels they don't even understand how controlled they are yeah well, yeah <laughs> and they're controlled not only in their own lives and in their family's lives but in their friends lives they're like policing each other right yes now. Yeah. that is insane yeah i'm like what happened to you uh, diversification and respecting each other's differences and right. appreciating those different points of opinion. Yeah. There are like that. I, 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 that's what's blowing me away right now is that if you don't believe what I believe, I'm not going to be friends with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna report you because you don't think like I do. Right. It's, yeah. It's it's mind blowing me right it now. It really is. is. And what I'd like to think is this this conversation here is, you know, we're stirring up, you know, all of these uncertain forces that, well, you two can probably most likely see. But we're stirring the pot right here. You know, this conversation is definitely uh, is, is definitely being beamed out there to who knows how many um, invisible entities that are like, okay, cool, cool. I'm so happy you guys are talking about this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is so great, you guys. Uh, we're, we're ready. We're ready, you know. Um, and so I think it's so fun because I could just feel the celebration. I could just feel the ecstatic, you know, from, from the unseen. Um, just mm-hmm. listening to our conversation and and like you're saying, steering the ship into the light. And, you know, it's been said that when you walk into a cave and you light one little tiny match, that lights up the cave. You can see what's going on in there. So it's quite interesting when, imagine if you got three people now doing that or you got four or five and it just eventually those other lights start turning on inside the people that have been, might have been laying, laying in their, you know, uh, dormant 
uh, or being wait- waiting to be woken up. Um, and then to use these services like Zoom, to use um, uh, yeah. Facebook Live, to use these things and to get back to what you had with, with MySpace um, and, and to have these people mm-hmm. see each other and to be in each other's, you know, company, so to speak, you know, uh, through through digital visualizations. Uh, I think, uh, you know, some some really good stuff, you know, could really could could, could definitely brew up. And uh, beautiful. I just know the the I know the influences that that uh, Valentine has over there in Maui. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, now that I'm hearing all the connections that you have, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and um, it's <laughs> I mean, just imagine how big of an allegiance of people who who believe in these ideas and are just kind of sometimes they're waiting for someone to like there was this video that I saw. It, it was it was talking about leadership and the video was it was it took like less than three minutes there it, it was just a funny dancing guy that was out at what looked like some kind of festival or something and and then one guy goes up there starts dancing with the guy and he starts and they start dancing together and then that guy is like hey come on over here and, he, and a couple of his friends get over there and they're, they're dancing crazy and then four or five six more people and before you know it within three minutes you got all these people who are sitting down now contributing to this movement that, that started with one crazy dancing guy that was yep. just out there enjoying himself. Right. And, you know, he, it was it was amazing to see how that could happen. Mm-hmm. And um, especially with the technology we got, whoa, I mean, that could even happen even faster. So uh, It's very interesting you brought that up because I want to interject a little something there, Kurt and Elizabeth. Yep. What, what you brought out is I was in Woodstock, the 25th anniversary, which I spoke on the first uh, interview with you, Kurt, where, oh, yeah. where it, what reminds me of what you just, what you're stating is I was with, I, I had the opportunity to be with Peter Gabriel, lit a candle and started to light the candle with everyone. It was at night, a whole sea of candles went from, I, I mean, they, they were already saying, we, we want to bring the world together. We want to unite. I saw I saw so many candles and so many lights. It lit up the darkness into light. Oh my God! Yeah. The whole the, the whole surrounding of Woodstock. It wasn't oh. just the stage. They were out in the fields. They were out. It was like an ocean ocean of love of light that would beam across the globe. And and I was in timeless space with Peter Gabriel singing the song, oh bringing gosh. us together. Oh my uh, God. That's yeah. incredible. Love. Love brings us together and let's light our light around the world. Now let's go help our uh, Mother Earth and Father Sky and all the seen and unseen beings right now. Let's have a sea of love right now and light the world. A beacon uh, of light. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what blow blew me to this day. It just remains with me that 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 moment of time timeless in the sea oh, of love amazing and probably amazing. about it probably about a half a million people we're talking about brother we're not talking you know uh two a uh, hundred thousand people we're talking a sea like a whole ocean of people and there was probably a half a million people there could have been a million but the, whatever they allowed those candles it just was in tens and tens and tens of thousands of people at the sea of love. I love that. That is that is incredible. And seeing that as a microcosm for what's possible. Yeah. Uh, it, it just makes me feel so happy to know. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it warms my heart, Valentine. Thanks for sharing. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so Elizabeth, you're so Valentine shared with me your um your GoFundMe page. And so your what's your current situation? Um in terms of how you're you know getting your uh, book written and and continuing your healing work um because it, it seems like you're i mean do you have do you have a place to live right now do you have a a, a stable well i have a offer on the table of a place to live but i have not been able to achieve uh i guess you could call it the status of being accepted by a landlord um I, my healing journey's been interesting. It probably took me 20 years to get diagnosed clearly. And then once I was, I started recovering. And then I thought, oh my God, I was super athletic before I became disabled. So I um, thought, oh my God, I'm going to be windsurfing. I'm going to be dancing. I'm going to be, I was a gymnast. I could do five back handsprings in a row and not mm-hmm. even touch the ground, you know? Wow. I was super athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and overnight from a pregnancy, which should have been the happiest time in my life, I became disabled and it took them 20 years to figure it out. Wow. And when they finally figured it out and I started recovering, I got hit by a drunk driver and that situation was uh, devastating. And then oh, yeah. my caretaker had been my father. He passed away and um, my family abandoned me and took my inheritance mm-hmm. and I've been trying to figure it out pick up the pieces mm-hmm. and I I'm went to business school three times <laughs> at Maui Economic Opportunity mm-hmm. and I've done dozens and dozens and dozens of workshops on business and I've been an entrepreneur since I was 10 but Hmm. And then I've been through a lot of healing in the last four to five years. And I am I took a recent Tony Robbins seminar and he's like, get real with where you're at. Problem solve it. Take <laughs> massive action. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, resolve it. Then divorce your old story and create what you do want. Mm-hmm. And then say what you do want in your future and what you don't want. And that seems to seal the deal. So I was like, okay. I got real, and when I got real, I realized I needed to um, alleviate the pressure on my finances so I would be housed, number one. And Mm -hmm. if I'm housed, then it would solve a lot of problems for me (laughs) that are currently (laughs) going on. Mm -hmm. And um, then, you know, it's kind of when you buy a red, all these red cars. Mm -hmm. Well, since this happened for me I've met many other disabled people where it happened for them as yeah, well yeah and then I met Valentine and I asked him he said he was an advocate for disabled people for the last 30 years mm-hmm. and yeah. when I asked him about what percentage of his clients did this happen for and when he said a hundred percent it explained everything to me and that I feel is some of the darkness that our society 
is suffering from that needs to be brought into the light and eliminated yes. so and and problem solved and we need to divorce this old story and get on with it because it really is it's it's so traumatic to the disabled person that it I, it took me 5 years just to put it into words i was so shattered by the experience mhm and mhm i don't think most people can even they feel i felt like i just held so much shame for my family my remaining family and yes. my uh yeah that i couldn't even speak about it it was yes. like speaking the unspeakable yes and um Tony Robbins really gave me clarity and really gave me the um words and the to be able to even verbalize that this is a major chronic problem in the United States right now and yes. it needs to be addressed and yes. resolved. Yes. So my father was such a good man and he was so kind and so caring that I have created some legislation in his name mm-hmm. Donald's law mm-hmm. to protect everyone and to improve the value and value of disabled people in America yes and their lives so i feel very inspired um by god i feel like i'm doing god's work mm-hmm. uh, you know and it's uh it's really It's been a metamorphosis of just getting the words out of my body uh, and saying uh so I feel uh, I feel blessed on some level and I just my crowdfunding is about helping me get through uh this abuse and um to resolve uh uh the uninsured drunk driver situation. And then um I'm also uh going to um be reaching out to I mean if you're an organization right now that helps disabled people or you are a government official that um wants to rally our you know i encourage you we started a facebook page yesterday or the day before for donald's law stopping yes. the abuse um uh and uh, uh and uh to protect disabled uh persons civil rights so yes. yeah i'm you know please call and email the president, your governor, the mayor, the congressman, the senators, uh and any organizations that you feel would help. We need 100,000 signatures by August mm-hmm. 2nd. Mhm. And um explain why, I, Elizabeth, about that. Well, that's what the um need you to do. for them to take you seriously i guess yeah and tell them not just for the white house i lost you valentine okay yeah so can you hear me now yes okay so explain that even outside of the white house may not do something for the 100,000 tell them the people the advocates that will do something with the 100,000 um uh petition uh that are 
that 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 signed that petition tell them the type of people that will step in that are advocates also which you call you know they get they know you're serious now well i mean once we get the 100,000 which is the demand at the white house i think we could submit the depending on the platform's um, right. policies. Yes. Right. We could probably submit it to change.org and AVAS and all the petition um, platforms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and get more signatures and bring more awareness. But really, it's it's a very grassroots movement, so we need lots of volunteers um, yes. and lots of help to get this out there and to... Um, I'm going to work on a document of like what the volunteers can do, who to contact, who mm-hmm. to talk to, and mm-hmm. how they can help. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I just feel with everything that's going on with the, um, with the most vulnerable population, the children, the elderly, and the disabled, we need to protect, protect our family. Yes. There's one family on here on earth, and we need to protect ourselves. Yes. So this is a big piece to it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, my training is tribal, you know, I train with Don Juan. I think like Native Americans think, you know, we need to get in harmony with the earth. Mm-hmm. We need to respect our elders. Yes. We need to um, gather in, in families and in tribes and really start prayer and, yep. and shifting where we're at because I think it's just, you know, ba- Babylon's falling. This is the end of times. Whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. that's what's going on. And as the old system falls away, mm-hmm. we are creating what we want. And this is unacceptable behavior to have as a society. What's happening here to all disabled people? It's bad enough to have a body that can't work and can't function, and then your only person that you've relied on, you know, uh, then passes away and then you're subject to extreme hostile psychological warfare by your remaining family it's broken the core of the family yes in the united states yeah and that is unacceptable yeah that is yeah yeah and i'm fighting not just for disabled people but for the health of america the health of families Mm -hmm. it is it has to be stopped yeah. yeah. And so this legislation just it calls for um, four mandatory points that will help ensure the safety of this population and protect its civil rights and liberties and stop the abuse. Well, you know, it's interesting Two two things that just popped in my brain that might help <clears throat> help um, get get some, you know, with some kindling and, and could turn into bonfires here is, first of all, the, the app that you're talking to me right now, Anchor, this is, I've always wanted to make a podcast, but I didn't want, you know, I didn't know what what it would have taken to, to make one. And then once my buddy told me about this app and how easy it was, because it's just right there on your phone, um, then I just started making a podcast. It just, exa- just you know, right through my phone. So I'm thinking one thing is now that you have this app, it, it might be good to, to even just make a podcast about about these these particular things because it gets gets distributed out to Spotify, gets distributed to uh, iTunes, all all of the all the podcasts uh, mm-hmm. podcast apps, and um, so you never know who's going to be listening to that, which is great. And you could always put links to that on your blog. Now the other thing I was thinking about, and I know a, a lot of folks primarily think about this as just an app for the kids, but the app TikTok, there's a lot of great 
um, education on there about about all kinds of things, um, uh, drawing, science, uh, you know, disabilities, and and you'd be surprised by how quickly you can actually gather people watching um, what what's going on there. There was a girl who. Um, she, she she started a, a TikTok about her, her sister who was uh, went missing, and so she was started posting these videos, and because um, she suspected that her father had done it, she kept posting these videos, and it, and it started getting all this attention. And before she knew it, she was interviewed on the news and all these different places. Mm-hmm. And so that might be something to to think about. You're allowed to put up to you know up to like a minute. You could do 15 seconds or 30 seconds or a minute. So mm-hmm. even that might be something that's good that would then draw attention and would get shared around and, and you know help help build um, interest in it. So those are two little resources that just immediately come to me um, to to help you know raise awareness and get people. Uh, there, for instance, there was a guy in there whose dad. Um, was basically had become a quadriplegic through the years. I don't know what what happened to him, but mm. his dad used to be a uh, used to be like a basketball coach and all this stuff. And so the you would his whole TikTok was him taking his dad out of out of bed in the morning, bringing him all the way down the stairs, putting him in his chair, and you know hanging out and wanted to make sure that his dad could could hang out at, at whatever they were doing and not just leaving him in bed. Mm. And um, so he, he was sharing his story with, with, with uh, the TikTok viewers. And he had lots of people watching that. So mm. I'm thinking with you, Elizabeth, these might be a couple of options um, to, to think about and to get a lot of eyes on, on this in, you know, in the short amount of time that we have here. Did you say the petition has to have how many signatures by, what was it, August 22nd? A hundred thousand, and it's at the White House. It's called Donald's Law: Protect Disabled Individuals. Yeah. Um, but it's also linked to the crowdfunding. I don't know how podcasts work. If you can say links or, um, but uh, well, look into it, research it. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, my business too is PowerEnergeticsMaui.com mm-hmm. at the website. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, talk about um, that. If they email me there, I can actually send them the crowdfunding. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And, it, <laughs> and, and Elizabeth, talk about the, um, you know, the type of healing, because Kurt and I were talking about uh, when we were putting together uh, the video for this uh, campaign for you, that you started doing this. My back was hurting because I didn't have any kind of backing to sit on the picnic table there on the ocean and tell them what what tell them you know the type of healing that you know i didn't expect it but uh you know uh what i was experiencing when when you go in and you do energetically about the past life and why i was having a bad back (laughs) well i'm channeling that stuff so i don't really retain it i know but i um yeah i i use kinesiology to scan your quantum field mm-hmm. of, of weaknesses around your health issues, whether it's back pain or, you know, mm-hmm. a sore throat or uh, fatigue or your sleep or eh, fears, phobias, anxiety, stress, I mean, depression, any kind of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, psychic there you go. Uh, weaknesses mm-hmm. uh, in your in your energetic body that would um, once they're strengthened 
your body's able to heal on the spot and it's very quick and it's super fun like you pretty much laugh the whole entire session and at the end you feel so much better so much lighter your frequency is higher and um, then you integrate for two to four days and and your reality is different mm-hmm. from it from and it only has good positive side effects uh, unlike going to the doctor mm-hmm. <laughs> side effects. Right. so uh, for example I remember um, grasshopper shifting I'm like you know I'm, I I don't have pain anymore but physically I, I don't have strength yet you know I want to be physically fit can you just shift me for that mm-hmm. so when he did that work what was interesting was I did not get physically fit but what happened was I regained my eyesight for okay. decades wow. from that one session okay. that was a side effect even though that's not what he was working on so Whoa. In, the, in the realm of energy medicine it's never Miracle. what you think it is mm-hmm. like you know yeah. Valentine like he would have never thought it was a past life in his back no. why would that cause back pain right, right. I mean, that doesn't even make any sense right. That. right but when you have a weakness in each lifetime you it's like a target for energy and it keeps poking you there the universe mm-hmm. until you get the lesson whatever that lesson is so empower energetic you clear all the weaknesses the person's able to heal themselves on the spot and then you download them with all the life lessons from the most high god around their issues and problems etc mm-hmm. so that they're able to integrate that and just move ahead with their life it's it's very fast Healing. Um, my clients named it Warp Speed Evolution. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's really profound and it's super fun. And you never have fun healing. And this is you just giggle the whole entire time and you feel so much better and you get super amazing results. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I could teach a two year old how to do it. And I have a certification program coming and some digital courses coming and the book and. Um, yeah, I'm moving ahead with the business as well. Uh, once mm-hmm. I get housed, rehoused, I'll be able to really um, ground and move forward quickly. But I've got the infrastructure and the plans all there. Just um, having the patience to get through this piece uh, and move ahead. And I'm super excited where everything's going. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm super excited to. Uh, help um, improve and be of service to America on that core level of bringing that darkness into the light. I yes. mean, that's, you know, we'll go back to Don Juan. I've got a foot in both worlds, and I'm telling you, this is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got to change it. And we've got to change it at the core. So that's our infrastructure, how we're going to um, move forward with, with, uh, uh, with how we treat our elderly and disabled. Yeah. 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 Wow. So the yeah. people that you've healed, um, I'm, I'm just thinking it might, it might be cool if, and you, you probably are way ahead of me on this, um, or have already done it, but um, have you gotten, you know, I'm thinking some video testimonials from some of these people that you have healed in the past that, that can be put up on uh, an Instagram or, or up on your, um, on your blog. Um, it's to show people yeah, oh my gosh I have, you know 
I have a YouTube channel, Power Energetics Maui, mm-hmm. and there are demos. There's testimonials. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have awesome. another. Oh yeah. I have a, I have a YouTube um, TV show called Abundance TV, mm-hmm. and you, I do it on Zoom, and I clear people's abundance issues. So all you have to do is watch these shows, mm-hmm. and you experience a healing, and we call it the quantum effect. So. Um, let's say you're watching somebody's back pain get cleared and your back feels better and you didn't even get the healing directed at you but you already feel better so that's how it works and it's pretty profound so abundance tv you just have to watch it and you get your abundance issues cleared when you have the same when you have the same ones as the person being cleared so it's super interesting i think there's 11 episodes i need to film a new season of it um mm-hmm. and you can binge watch the 11 episodes and you pretty much clear all your abundance issues oh that's cool for sure that's yeah cool. so, so fun so creative. i'm thinking with this okay so let's manifest into reality though you know the, the the forces that can unlock the doors that enable you to get the housing that you need and getting into you know that ideal situation and you know i mean anyone who's listening to this can can put those ideas forth and 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 you know putting good vibes for you and um you know i'm imagining you know stirring up a vortex that that enables this reality to to exist right yeah amen yeah right on right on Um, there kurt yeah because I mean, gosh, you know, you 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 are so spiritually powerful, and all the all the tools and methods that you know, and you know, in, in addition to all the people, all the people that you know who know about this stuff. And I mean, what I mean, you know, if 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 someone can, you know, for instance, if the Cubs can win win the World Series, which you know, for neons, <laughs> people are like, no way, no way, you know, they defied the the mainstream narrative. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like a total twilight zone it's like hey guys guess what it is possible you know yeah and uh, right. so i think if the cubs can world this in the world series we can whip up uh uh the, the proper housing and the exact you know situation that you need to be in yeah. um sooner than we can you know that, that we'd be surprised by i think i mean heck you you yeah. have your friend walk into a doorway and get rid of your uh, the, the 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 you know <laughs> she she saw the demon in your in your shoulder and the tumors and all that jazz i mean holy cow anyone listening to that would go that is ridiculous but yet here it is it's a real life thing that happened so mm-hmm. it, it could be equally as ridiculous for anyone to think oh there's no way that she could manifest abundance that fast and get in the proper housing well yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. you know if that reality already exists and i'm you know i'm just telling you stuff you already know obviously uh i'm just you know i'm 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 the young grasshopper in this instance trying to learn from you two um you know we just whip it into shape you know we just we just put the ingredients in there bake up that cake of of abundance for you and uh and get you on your way (laughs) well i i'm feeling it i'm feeling it i mean the more that i'm working on it what's funny is the more I work on the campaign to resolve my finances, the, more, the busier I'm getting at work. So oh, boy. Beautiful. It's like I'm distracting myself from work, so that's letting money in. Oh, my so God. I'm super grateful for that, like, beyond comprehension. And I'm since the Tony Robbins seminar, he was like, fall in love with your ideal client. Don't fall in love with your business. 
fall in love with your client. Ooh, yeah, it was super deep and Ooh, it was like, well, yeah. and then, you know, just how you manifest a mate where you say everything you want about your future coming mate. He mm-hmm. had us do the same thing with our future coming clients and say everything you want and then everything you don't want. And I am just getting the best clients coming through. I'm so grateful. I just already, I just adore them. Like, I can see it's working. It's I working. love it. You know, and what a brilliant thing because it's like rather than putting the focus on just simply business, because then that could come out, you know, what goes along with that is, is a bunch of irritable customers, you know, and clients. So when you think about that idea of, ooh, these are the kind of clients I would really like to be talking to. These are the people that I would look forward to having a, you know, conversation with on the phone or or or, or seeing in a Zoom call or what have you. Mm-hmm. That, wow, what what a great way of putting it. That is that is a great way of putting it. And I'm happy that it's to hear that it's working for you as well as it is. Well, yeah. yeah, and I think just being distracted from trying to make my business work and get my business off the ground. It's like I was doing so well when I launched it a couple of years ago. For a year and a half, I thought, oh, it was going to be fine. I was I was like, no big deal. This is great. It's working. And then I started getting censored. What? Mm. What do you mean? How did you get censored? What the heck was going yeah. on? <clears throat> well... It's not, it wasn't just me per se, but it was all alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, and I know this is, you guys will be like, oh, this is conspiracy theory. But intuitively, my feeling is because of my experience and the how everything's rolling out, um, I feel like they all knew about the pandemic back August. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... Mm-hmm. The three platforms, main platforms, bought big pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Which makes vaccines, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they created in August of 2019 an algorithm that completely looped alternative medicine out of search results. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And now there's a big class action lawsuit against them but i did not jump on board on that because i just don't want to deal with any more stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i rebranded to energy medicine and um then i got hacked five times and then i locked down my website and then google deleted my account Mm -hmm. and then i fixed my seo and got me back up there and then COVID hit and it's been one thing after the other Mm -hmm. so i've been rambling all year to just upgrade my business and streamline it and and fine-tune it and and the whole time I've just been censored I make posts and they disappear and Mm -hmm. it's super weird Mm -hmm. it's super weird I feel like I'm living in an alternate reality that's not really real and wow my business is there and I'm not (laughs) and I don't want to I don't I want to pull my business out of there and put it back in the you know, the real yeah, deal. Exactly. Whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been that's been tough. And then the whole drunk driver piece, I just can't yeah. The restitution hearings been put off and put off and put off mm-hmm. because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And um even when I get that money, it's not gonna be enough to cover the debt. So I'm trying to get rid of the debt. I'm trying to get in housed. I have a car I wanna sell and I can't even get the title because I don't have an address with the house and a driver's license with the address in the house yep. <laughs> that they can send it to. So I, it's a couple pieces that just need to fall into place and then I'm pretty good to go. I feel like I'll be solid. So 
um, Tony Robbins helped me get real with where I was at and realized that, you know, I had to problem solve it. And this was the best thing that I came up with um, to quickly resolve everything so that I can get over the hump and, and really start producing because I, I really want to publish the book. I want to, you know, really step up the game. And I feel um, very motivated that the brand of healing I'm bringing to the world will be one of the new models to how we take care of our health and ourselves. So I feel very blessed on that level and very mm-hmm. divinely guided, you know, mm-hmm. into my destiny. But this piece of um, God, I feel like I'm supposed to be protecting people, my population of disabled people. Yeah. That, uh, that this is part of my destiny and that it's part of how I'm really going to gain who my tribe is, you know, online and be able to really serve um, people's health worldwide and really make a difference in their life. I, I know power energetics can do it. I know all about it. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Like who has fun healing? Who has fun healing? Right. Nobody. Nobody. Just imagine you just laugh the whole entire time. If you went to the doctor and just laughed the whole hour and listened to whatever, and then you laughed and you're like, oh, I don't need any medicine. I don't need surgery. I don't need, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting. That kind of reminds me of Patch Adams. I was just looking him up again. Every every once in a while, I look up the Gesundheit Institute because I read that book by him after I saw the movie eons ago. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just I love that idea that he was he was trying to, you know, get get people lighten up. And he had this whole idea to make his the Gesundheit Institute, which is this hospital <laughs> to help people out. And I frequently thought, man, I'd love to go out there and visit that guy and see what the heck he's up to. And I could only imagine just how much even more he would benefit um, with knowing the, the knowledge that, you know, and and, you know, yeah. being, being implemented there. I mean, yeah. that'd be pretty cool if he had, you know, doctors there who um who who practiced these uh these kinds of ways of healing and you know these these kinds of things like with this podcast and what you're doing on your youtube channel and your blog these are all just wonderful wonderful uh uh beacons to those who uh it just magnetizes in to those who resonate with the same material and um uh, you know, and then people just start popping up out of the woodwork that you that you wouldn't expect, because uh, then now they feel this kinship with you, and um, which I just think is is just phenomenal. Uh, imagine when you get this tribe of uh, of all these energy workers um, who, who you're teaching the quantum healing uh, to, and and they're all just out there going, all right, let's go into the hospital today, let's go into the VA uh, today, and let's just heal all these veterans and get you know. Uh, kind of help them out get can you like for instance can you get rid of people's ptsd can you can you um can yeah. you have those well i mean yeah i can i can get rid of stress on the spot um ptsd <laughs> is pretty complex i feel like it needs uh some therapy and some i like i'm a fan of emdr i'm pretty uh I have pretty severe PTSD of just my health and my situation. Mm-hmm. So I've been in P- I've been in the trauma therapy for 12 years. Wow. I think everybody can benefit from that. Yeah. Tra- trauma therapy, trauma bonding, mm-hmm. finding out all about that because really in the world that we live in, that is our reality. 
that all of us have been traumatized and this whole COVID thing is like traumatizing in and of itself. So I feel like everybody's got PTSD on some level right now. <laughs> and um, yeah. we all need healing. I, I think the biggest, um, the biggest thing about power energetics being on Maui is I was divinely guided here and called here in 2003. It took me uh, till 2016 to live here full time. But when I, when I did, I, um, I realized that part of the reason why I was called here by God was because it's the heart chakra. Yes. And then right next to Maui is Ko'olawe, which yes. is another island. And that is the sacred heart chakra. Yes, yes. So I feel like I'm here to help heal that. It was bombed by the United States. Yes. The water cable was broken and nothing grew on it. They like destroyed our sacred heart of the planet. Mm-hmm. So I feel called here by God to heal, help heal that. Mm-hmm. And that it's like, I'm an acupuncture point for Maui to um, really heal on that deep level and to activate their sacred hearts. Um, uh, I think my hundredth monkey tipping point is 300 practitioners on Maui. If I were able to teach 300 people to do it here specifically, mm-hmm. that it would create a matrix. Um, it's like when I'm working on me, just like when you watch it after I film it and you have that same issue, you heal because mm-hmm. it's beyond time and space the medicine is beyond time and space mm-hmm. it's quantum and i'm working in the quantum field the quantum realm it's not 40 5d it's beyond time it's beyond space mm-hmm. so it is um if if i if 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 300 people were practicing it here every day and all they did was shift, shift themselves to be, um, I'm not sure what that sound is. Yeah, that's is there just a motorcycle mate, going on out there? It's okay. Yeah, the maintenance guy in Hawaii has headphones on. Trying to tell him, and he just <laughs> he's just flowing through. So he, he, he it'll be gone in a minute. It'll be gone. Yeah, it's okay. gone. It's gone now. Okay. So anyway, if we had 300 people practicing power energetics and all they did was shift themselves in the morning to live their best life it would shift the whole entire island mm-hmm. and it would send that energy out into the world from the heart. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, uh, that, that's why I feel like I'm here. Um, and I really need to get grounded and to be able to like give back on that level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's all coming together. I'm I'm super grateful. It's all coming together, and <laughs> yeah, by by a miracle, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is just incredible. I love it. This is yeah, this is great. I I've been having some of the most extraordinary conversations ever since I uh, ever since the harmonic convergence. I wrote down about ten or eleven names of people who. Um, uh, you know, I had spoken about things that resonated with me and um, <laughs> Valentine, of course, is one of these folks and every conversation I've been having, you know, whether it's someone who has frequent UFO sightings or someone who um, went to the Monroe Institute to learn about, you know, astral projection or 
people who learn about reality transurfing and now here you are telling me about your quantum healing i mean this is just it, it, it's so it's so fascinating and then of course hearing valentine's stories with you know healing people and i, I mean it's I, i i feel so grateful that um we're all coexisting these moments together to be able to share this information with people out there who wouldn't normally get this kind of programming on on you know on their morning news <laughs> for sure right right yeah well i feel like you know you you found your soul family right and you um you kind of found one of your homes in that harmonic convergence oh my gosh yeah and you know and it was so great cuz i, I It's so funny because one of the big words that I, I, where what frequently used a lot with people is like, look, I'm here for harmony. I, I want to make harmony here. Wherever I'm going, I just want to have, you know, harmony. And so everybody's an instrument in the orchestra here. So we're all, we have, we can all, we all got space for each other here, and, and we can make beautiful music together yeah. uh, through our agreements and and collaborations. And so it was interesting when that harmonic convergence came up, came about, and I and I learned it. You know, it had been planned since 2015, and you know, little could, could they ever realize that COVID would come around. But it was perfect because then it made it a virtual experience where anybody out in the world could could see it. They didn't have to go to a specific spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and Does, to... Is Brad Nye involved in that? Oh, geez. Uh, I'm not. I'm not certain. There were there were so many speakers on it. I know Mark Sims is the guy who's sort of the ringleader of how, how you know drumming it all up into existence. But it's possible. What did you say? What, what was his name? Bob, Bob Nye. Brad. Oh, Brad Nye. N Y E is his last name. Yeah, I think he had something to do with it back in the day. I remember him promoting it. Oh, but, uh, it's interesting, yeah, because the the original one was back in like 1985 or something. So this was yeah. like. Oh, I was thinking more like 2008, You, it's called Unify. Unify is the name of the page, and mm-hmm. on that Facebook page, all the videos. It was really cool. They were able to save the live streams on there, so so anybody can go back on there and and check them out. So you got these. Oh sweet! Oh yeah, beautiful. All these Amaz- like there are Amazon rainforest shaman talking. Mm-hmm. There are uh, um, uh, Lakota uh, elders talking. Mm-hmm. So cool, and then you see them all talking about similar similar circumstances and similar things but from their their different um studied you know from their different studies their different perspectives you're just like wow this is this is incredible this is really incredible that it's that this all came about and it and it makes so much sense <laughs> it just makes so much sense so it right. was it was really cool because we'd have these um zoom after after parties and uh that's where yeah. valentine just popped up in there and uh He's like, I don't know how I got here. I just, I just called in, and I'm like, okay, I'm writing down this guy's email address. I gotta, I gotta interview him. Ah, sure. uh, that's uh, great. Now he's leading me to these other extraordinary minds that are out there in the world. So that's great. To see and here. and Kurt, do you have a website? Is it InspiradoProjectos.com? Um, well, just my my anchor is so. It's only on Anchor, basically. I have a Facebook page. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, and it's called Inspirado Projecto Radio. Um, 
but my my anchor um, uh, account is anchor.fm slash inspirato projecto and um, it used to be a radio show I used to have my own radio show in uh, Chinatown Los Angeles and it was great oh, wow. and it was a lot of fun and I got to it was like a pirate radio and I got to meet all these interesting people people that I meet on the subway people that I uh, just mm-hmm. meet out there in the wild and uh, I'd invite them to come in and talk about talk about their stuff and it, it just felt so good to give these people a platform to um you know, whether they're musicians or comedians or authors, mm. it's just really cool to be able to kind of project the, the th- things out there in the world that inspired them the most. And it just felt really good. And then, and then I, it just kind of evolved into a podcast. And so, um, which was great because then I could just interview people on the street. Uh, I could just interview my Uber drivers. It, it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is interesting. And so how long have you had the podcast? Oh boy. I think, um, I think or the radio show. Was well, so the radio started. show started in 2015, and then my podcast I think started in 2017. So nice. Yeah. So I had mm-hmm. to stop the radio show because of because of COVID, but um, but then my podcast, you know, got more attention. So, <laughs> and since wow. I don't need a special studio or particular, you know, fancy microphones, and I can just talk in my into my uh, into my phone, it was just like, wow, this is perfect. I can. And I, then I start. I basically started using it as my audio diary or my like a journal. Instead of writing stuff down, I just go, "Ooh, here's an idea," and then I just immediately put it onto my podcast. And uh, oh wow! And then every once in a while, I have interviews with people because the main motivation was I wanted to give my future self some great memories to to listen to and then to remember what he did in his life and the extraordinary people he talked to. So this is all basically these are all gifts to my future self. That stuff to, to, you know, uh, so you could go, oh, wow, you know, that guy really, you know, risk, he took the risk, you know, and, and now I'm not living without a regret. Um, I, I'd rather, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather face embarrassment in the moment than live with a regret. And so uh, once I started living like that, I started seeing extraordinary things happening in my life. And uh, it was just, oh, it's just so fascinating. I get to document my synchronicities on it and, um, oh man, it's 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 just so fun. It's just it's so great, and and then it enables me to it opens up doors, enables me to be able to talk to folks like you who are are highly tuned into this stuff, and just love it. It just feels so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it, wow. it, what it does, it interconnects you into fulfillment. As we were speaking about that, Kurt, and I'm sure for Elizabeth, you know, unless you have your uh, inner inner spark inner peace and going okay i got it that's that 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 seems right um i know it's right and that's what i'm here to do um as i spoke you know whatever i did in the world from broadcasting the television to as a as a pitcher you know new york uh you know, in the sports world, it didn't do it till the healing was always with me, and and uh, teachers and the healers would come to me and say, "Just keep writing," and I'm going, "Well, well keep writing." He goes, "Yeah, the, the, the gift, the gift will keep coming if you just keep writing." Well, I journaled for thirty years. I mean, how much more do you want me to write? They <laughs> 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 keep me up at two in the morning, four in the morning and channeling all this information and it was accurate 
for these diagnoses of people with illnesses to the core. Wow. Information I wrote for 30 years. Let me re- retain it. I go in the late body to, to, to see it and come back and go help the 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 the, the people that are that, that they're called upon to move through their their healing process. If you would help me with that and then bring a team of people in to support that. And that's what I think we're missing. We're we healers need to support one another around the planet. Uh, when I was in Denmark, they were all Denmark and Sweden. They were like the uh, Long Rangers. Well, they would come out for this huge event into, and then they would go hide. I go, this one, I already, I already, <laughs> found, I, I got, I got, I found you out now, and you got the wisdom and knowledge. And so now you're, no, 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 Valentine, it's an airport here. I need to stay here because you came in, and and I can't move right now. So I, I rather just I say, listen, you already got found out. So you you you're you're being called <laughs> to help out now. <laughs> that's great. You know oh, what I mean? That's great. Yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to unite our our uh, beautiful um, divinity, the divine self, to align with this this uh, this gift. Our hands, our feet, are the way we speak to be there for our families, our communities, and humanity to really grace upon that gift that we have to bring that barter, trade, smile, cook, give food to people, uh, give out what you can to help your fellow man and humanity you, that, that, that are down, downtrodden, you know, help, help the less unfortunate. You know, be there for the disabled. Be there for the elderly, and that's what I, I I saw what the elderly went through, and I saw what the disability went through. Like what what Elizabeth said, I myself uh, got called with with the director of the movie wanted to do a movie on my life about what ex- what experience where I lost everything was left to me in front of my family while I was in Hawaii. What, what, I had the same thing happen. Because they said, well, if he gets a hold of the money, he'll give it away. Well, I, I was entrusted with it. It was all left to me to make a decision on your lives. Now, now the car, yeah, all of it. It was left to, everything was left to me to make the decision on them. And they freaked out. And that's what, what Elizabeth said. And then you see all these uh, skeletons in the closets come out. When, when, when they've been, they're very well off, meaning the one particular person is very well off in my family and still got involved because of greed and didn't need it. And, and these are less unfortunate people that I wanted to help. First, of course, I would pray about it and ask, okay, what do I do? But they wouldn't, they, they, they got so freaked out and covered everything up, just like Elizabeth got, you know, and, and would not give the proper inheritance and the money to you and, and, and left with nothing. Like she was abandoned. I was abandoned. I was, I was left on the street and I had to walk by faith, you know, and, and, and go over and over. Like she said, it took her five years. I would I would go over and over that story till I, I had to release it and heal it and go, I, I don't want to be part of this any longer. And and uh, one of the, um, well, many, about 13 to, 13 to 15 clairvoyance stated that this took place in my family 
and there was a bigger picture and I was left with the, the divine spark of love to heal the situation and I have to step I did my work in the family then you have to step away from it and and then let go and let God let go and let the universe uh, provide and show you the way if 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 they, if if they're not ready they, they will have to answer for it karmically but you, you you don't want to see this with your own family members that are um, you know there's a betrayal betrayal beyond it's like being on the cross and going okay well that now I, now you got all stab wounds and you have to heal that you know what I mean gosh man so you, yeah so- so despite these things, you've been able to still, you know, help a lot of people out, heal a yes. lot of people, help out the, the disabled and the elderly with getting those buses out there. Yep. And thanks to your, you know, your your initiative. Um, well, the transportation, you know, with the with the uh, with the um, um, with the taxi service, instead of them mm-hmm. being on the buses, I, I was brought in with the state, which Elizabeth's not aware of, but it's been 15 years now that they made the decision to help them, the, the disabled and the elderly to get transportation to and from the doctors, not on a bus any longer, but they can go on through their insurance and, and go for an hour, hour and a half and not be there all day long where the doctors are, are babysitting them, which Dr. Thomas Rogers told me that, that uh, the neurosurgeon, he, he's an eighth in the nation, that I spoke of yesterday, he, he said, I, I, "My secretary's a babysitting them, and we don't, we, we, you know, we we need help." And we found out that he's shaking my hand that you spoke up and got transportation for these for these incredible uh, secretaries to have to babysit them now. <laughs> incredible! Now this is starting to make me think now with with you know, what you've been able to do for those taxis for, for the disabled and elderly, yeah. you must have some connections where these people will be able to help out Elizabeth in some way. I'm just thinking with the with the way that you're able to open doors and all the relationships that you got out there and the way yes. that people, you know, play your stuff on, on, on the Hawaii TV. Yep. I mean, heck, you know, would, would they, for instance, play, um, um, would, would they open to playing this, uh, this video that's up here on the on Elizabeth's Go, GoFundMe page, would they be open to um, finding ways to help her out or to or to get signatures? I mean, holy cow! If you're going yeah. to these, these hospitals, right? Wow, just imagine all those signatures for the petitions that could be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, rattled about. Yeah, um, and people would be happy, be happy, very happy to to sign that because there there they are, they're in that position mm-hmm. um, themselves, and. Um, that could be something. It yeah. just, just struck me now yeah. uh, that th- this could be a very, very helpful thing. Um, oh, yeah. And heck, I mean, and then maybe, you know, maybe there are things that that these that I don't know. I'm I'm thinking maybe of some sort of system here where um, maybe Elizabeth, you'd be able to do some you know, quantum healing on some of these folks, if they're, you know, signing the petitions or if they're putting the word out there, or I mean, I'm just kind of brainstorming here, but ways in which, you know, the, the, everybody realizes there's this beautiful, mutually beneficial situation happening and everybody wins, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. in the same garden. There you go. Oh boy. Did Elizabeth get kicked off? Oh no. No, hope not. Did she? Oh no. I just noticed she got kicked off. How'd she get kicked off? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Maybe she got 
holy cow. I was wondering why she wasn't saying well, stuff. Yeah, it's I interesting. Well, it's interesting because I almost got kicked off while you two were talking. And it said it said the same thing. It goes, well, thanks for the recording. And it went back on. And I go, oh, boy, I got to tell those guys that I, I'm going off air. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was happening oh, no. to me. It was happening to me. Oh, no. Yeah, and somehow I got back in. I kept quiet while during the conversation because I go, oh, come on, show me. It says, thanks for recording now. And somehow I pressed a certain button to get me back in. And I don't know how I did it, but I did. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that's I'm, okay. I'm now sending her another invite because uh, we yeah. only have... We only have, uh, well, this only goes two hours. Yeah, about uh, six, only went six, one hour. six minutes or so, right? Yes. So, just, you, gosh, I, I'm just thinking, you know, you know, if there's a way for, for you to be able to get the word out there to all these people, get yes. the petition signed, yes. get, you know, help out Elizabeth, and maybe she, there's something that she could do for them as well, where, you know, she can go in there and heal these people, heal some of these people. Yeah. Um, of oh their yeah, no, absolutely. We talked about this um, about the t- what you stated. I think Elizabeth's calling us. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm gonna hear Elizabeth on the air now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Put her on the hey, speakerphone. This is good. Gonna, uh, it's gonna send you an invitation or keep you on the phone here while we're on if you can't get you on. Are you Wait, there? So, do you ha- do you have a speakerphone? Yeah. I oh, good, good. Off and okay. then I couldn't get back on through that link. So yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we just talk from here, or should you send a link as we're? We could just we could just talk through here. We only have like uh uh like five minutes. Five here minutes. Before it yeah. Comes up so, on it. Yeah. But what are some parting things that uh that you'd like to you know what are some some things if you can um let the audience know Elizabeth uh, specific things that people can go to to uh, either. You know, become your clients, uh, uh, go to your GoFundMe, your YouTube channel, any of those things. Well, the YouTube channel has the GoFundMe video, which um, Valentine was in, and about five of my other friends were in. Yeah. Uh, It's called uh, Be a Superhero, Stand in Solidarity, which is the slogan. Yeah. So, you can find the um, You can email me on my website or message or call me, and I will send you the link to the crowdfunding. There you go. And, okay. uh, the, that's powerenergeticsmaui.com. Uh, Power Energetic with an S, Maui, M A U I.com. And, uh, or you can just Google Power Energetics, and it's the first thing that comes up. So mm-hmm. Oh, cool. There you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, and if you're interested in helping with the law or volunteering to help with the campaign, um, you can give me a call and, uh, from the website, and I'd be happy to talk to you about what we can do is you know, normally when COVID's not happening, I'm hosting retreats. I have a certification program coming up. I also am a detox and cleanse coach that uses kinesiology and energy medicine. So it's, you know, I help, um, 
muscle test, let's say if 10 was the best cleanse you could possibly do, or you're doing and taking supplements and doing cleanses that are at a level 10, um, I also help you get, you know, detox through the, the detox symptoms that can be very flu-like and uncomfortable. And um, I have 25 years of experience of cleansing at least four plus times a year, and I've done every kind of cleanse imaginable over the last 25 years, so I'm a wealth of knowledge and inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the blog, the blog is amazing. Please read the blog, watch some of the videos. Um, it's really next-level healing, next-level health and well-being. Um, I'm excited to uh, be chosen to, to do it and really um, help others activate their sacred heart and not have to be hurt to do so. Really, my calling is to heal and awaken. Beautiful. Uh, wow. I love it. And I'll definitely put these links into the uh, into the description. And uh, we basically have one minute left here. Yes. Thank you so much, you two, for being on and, yes. and telling right. me your stories and uh, just infusing this podcast with such high vibration positivity. It's just great. So thank you so much for that. Wonderful. Kurt. And Kurt, um, yeah. I'd yeah. love to get your contact info and I'll send you the links and stuff. Yeah. So, okay. Can... Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Podcast, or you just put them out in a raw form? Oh, I just put them out in their raw form. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. But I'll, I'll I'll send you an email. I'll send you an email with with the link. Beautiful, beautiful, perfect. Kurt. Um, that sounds perfect. Wonderful. And thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm very grateful mm-hmm. to get the word out and to um, meet with you and speak with you. I'm really uh, I listened to your first interview with Valentine and it was so sweet. I just feel um, all the energy from your heart and the love mm-hmm. and light that you're bringing to the world. And mm-hmm. You are a beacon of inspiration mm-hmm. for humanity right now and I just want to acknowledge that and show my gratitude and praise you. <laughs> so thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Alright you two, I'll talk Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto.